At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Hour number two of the Bridge Keep Show here on WEEI, and it is time for our full throttle socks talk, and it is sponsored by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com, by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is none other then Rob Bradford from the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. Bradford, how are you? <laughs> Let me tell you, I have not gone full throttle like I did this weekend. I've not gone full throttle in Springfield mm-hmm. like I did this weekend Holy for smokes. 22 years since I, since I uh, last matriculated at yeah. Springfield College mm-hmm. just down the road. I felt like if, if anyone's there to, to, to make go full throttle, it was me and Jonathan Papelbon, and I think we both did, yeah. For sure, yeah, you guys definitely were. Now, I know that's not what he meant. It was more levers, and it was more adjusting levers yeah. and things <laughs> like that. But let me let me ask you uh, one question to get started. Will there be a winter weekend in 2025? Yeah, oh, yeah, there will be. Okay. There definitely will be. And, and it was – I thought it was notably um, thinner – this year, hmm. I don't know what percentage you would put on it, but notably thinner. Uh, I did feel like sort of the boo thing was almost, it wasn't as organic as it was the year before. Right. Um, and so, you know, it, and it, the Papelbon thing, I've already, 
it was uh, I, I, it was either genius or not genius. It was <laughs> I took a lot of attention away from people. Right. Uh, a lot of people liked it. Usually, the, the I think the the younger folk usually like it. The purists of the game, they uh, they're like, oh, we 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 want to boo and we want to talk about payroll and mm-hmm. salary cap and. But uh, we don't want to. We, we don't want a full throttle Jonathan Papelbon up on stage. But to answer your question, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it because it, selfishly, it's a sense of community where you get a chance to see a lot of people. I'm not mm-hmm. even talking about players or anything. I'm just talking about people who you interact with in social media and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of a compared to the other ones that I've been to, definitely a sad trombone. A long way from nine years ago when Joe Kelly came over and predicted he was going to win the Cy Young. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. The five aces and all that stuff along the way. <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been a little uh, a little different. And I just think I, a lot of fans have a hard time wrapping their head around full throttle and yet also payroll is going to be lower than it was last year where the team was in last place for the second consecutive year. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, this let's talk about the comments that were made there, right? I yeah. mean, you had you, you did 180s on mm-hmm. whether it was the payrolls going to come in lower than it was or the Fenway experience, which to me that was the worst one. And I don't know, and I've said this before, but I don't know if you saw the movie Flight, Rich. Like, uh, have you seen the movie Flight? I don't know if I have. Okay, Denzel well, Washington? at the end of it, Denzel. Yeah, Denzel Washington. He right. he runs out. He, he gets the point where he, if he tells the truth, he has to go to jail. But then he goes. He says, "I've run out of lies. I've run out of things to say. Wow. I've hit my quota." I did, and <laughs> and that's and that's kind of how it felt where the Fenway experience. Because we all know that the Fenway experience is the Red Sox safety net, the business wise. Right? Mm-hmm. We know that. We know that 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 people are going to come, and you don't have to have a good team. But it was never articulated like that. And when it was articulated like that, it was like, uh, really? Come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you, you you like to think that people are going to get people there because it's going to be a good team and people are going to buy the jerseys with player X on the back of the – but that's not what they're going for right now. I will say this, though, with the levers and the full throttle and everything else, I will say this. And I put a poll up yesterday. They signed Jordan Montgomery – they signed Jordan Montgomery, Rich. Uh-huh. Then the, per- the perception—I don't know if listen, I don't know if they would make the playoffs, but the perception of the the whole thing changes. And my scientific poll up on my ex Twitter account suggests that it was most people say, "Okay, I would give it either a B or a C." Which yeah. right now, I think universally, it would be a D or an F. Well, I think Jordan Montgomery to me would have been a really nice signing in addition to somebody better than him. And it's sort of that same conversation we've had for a while where, hey, if Brian Bayo's your third starter, like you might kind of have something here in your rotation. But right now, like I'm not a Luke, Lucas Giolito guy. And I also like kind of picking through it a little bit more like I don't even know how good Jordan Montgomery is. I think he was good at the right time last year for Texas. But overall, like I, he doesn't really knock my socks off either. See, I think the thing I think is important to invest, like I, I say invest in certainty, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no thing specifically absolute certainty, but the good teams have the guys that they invest in, which you kind of know what you're going to get. And I don't think Jordan Montgomery is going to be uh, a no doubt about it, number one guy. But to your point, you don't want Brian Bayo to have to do what everyone expected him to do last year and be this ace. Like, have somebody else to take the heat off. And maybe Giolito is that guy, but – you're not paying for certainty with Lucas Giolito. You no. might pay for innings, but you're not paying for certainty. And, and so that's the part of it that drives me nuts because the, the example that it did work 
was when they paid for certainty for the bullpen and Kenley Jansen and Chris Martin after the year of trying to piece it together. And you know what? That If they didn't have those two, you win 60 games. <laughs> so my thing is it's, it's worth – it's worth getting uncomfortable and worth the investment to get a guy that you kind of know what you're going to get while you're looking, while you're sifting through the five or six or seven aces. Do you think Kenley Jansen's going to get traded? I hope not, but I think that I, I think it's better than 50% chance. Nice. I, I don't think I see. I, I understand he's a value. He's on the last year of his contract. But I hate people who say, well, as a closer, anyone can close. I don't believe that. I don't believe it for a second. I've seen it enough where that isn't the case. Mm-hmm. And also, the way bullpens are now, you need to stretch them out as far as you can because the starters are only going five innings max. Right. So you need to stretch out. If you, ha- you have to have two, three closers on every team. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, the, he has value. Teams need want closers. Um, and he's in the last year of his contract. And again, selfishly, he's also one of the, the few of, of guys in that clubhouse who uh, I don't want to say have personality, but have personality. Mm-hmm. So it's you know that for selfishly, that's that'll be a big hit to the baseballs and boring brand. Absolutely, it, it sure would. Now I know one of these. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was Chris Cotillo had uh, a Tristan Casas story, and so there hasn't been any extension talk yet with Casas and I guess you could look at that a couple of ways maybe they want to see more of it you know before they commit to something like that or you know is Craig Breslow in a similar situation that uh Heim Bloom was in where they probably aren't really looking at long-term deals you know Rafael Devers is sort of the outlier and everybody else it's probably not going to happen no, I think, see, it's a good question for Chris to ask and because we all ask it, right, this time of year. It's, it's, it's a layup. And, but, but also, if you go back, the extension talks almost never happen until really spring training because, okay. especially now, because there's so much for these, these teams to do. They're trying to do a million different things, and, and then they're like, hey, you know, we can loop back on the extension stuff either at the beginning of spring training or the middle of spring training. I think absolutely at some point when you get to the end of March, Tristan Cassis and Brian Bale will at least have been approached. That doesn't mean they're going to sign them. Right, this right. isn't Atlanta where they, they have the magic formula, say, hey, everyone come on, sign your extension. No, I mean, you have to, you have to actually present an offer that is legit and good because it's not the drawing. That's another part about this, Rich, is that the Red Sox have to overpay for everything now mm-hmm. because it's not the drawing card it used to be. Is uh, Going back to Jordan Montgomery, is it just between the Rangers and the Red Sox and like, as of right now? And like, what's taking so long with, with him? And I don't know what he's, what he's looking for. Oh, well, I just talked to Scott Boris and he said there's 10 mystery teams. So it's, <laughs> that's no, true. All right. A third of the league wants Jordan <laughs> yeah. Montgomery. All right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, that's what everyone thinks. It's like the Rangers, and there was this perception of the Rangers' TV deal might affect it. So, you know, at the end of the day, that's why I said let's, let's wait this out a little bit because we don't know how Craig Breslow acts. We don't know his approach, and he might end up reading the market right and getting Jordan Montgomery on three years instead of six. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, but I think that if I had to guess which teams were had more or which pitchers had more interest, Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery, even if Blake Snell has the qualifying offer attached, I think probably Snell. I mean, I, that's that's a guess, but I think yeah. Snell. 
because he's more perceived as like a. Uh, I mean, the guy I want to sign young, so he's mm. he's a pretty. Good, I think that's a pretty good pitcher. That's as good as he can get. I mean, for that particular season, yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, sort of. Yeah. It's it's, listen, when I look, look, when I look at look at look at Hall of Fame ballots, I look at you Ugh. know how many times you finish in the top ten of Cy Young votes. I always, you right? You I, right? No, the, the Hall of Fame thing, it just dri- it drives me nuts because I'm like, I won't get as mad this time around. And then you see who gets in, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, what is this? this is, these are not the Hall of Famers. Like, here's a, here's some B-plus no, well, guys. Yeah, they are now. They are, they are now. I mean, they are now because, because like, for instance, Scott Rowland gets in last year, right? Yeah. And everyone's Scott Rowland. Well, mm-hmm. as a voter, I know, like, this is how it works because, what the, you go immediately go you have you have stats and information that you didn't have before war scott Rowland was a war guy he has a 70 war and nobody with that level of war isn't in the hall of fame so you well can't that's well that's that. not entirely true <laughs> well uh, at his position oh and his well didn't uh certain alex rodriguez play that position oh well yeah what's well, his war on the ballot though i mean yeah, he's on the ballot. Yeah. You're talking well, about Aaron's on the ballot. Him. I voted for him. as you should. I, yeah, and I as voted for him. Yeah, yeah, I voted for him and Manny and and, and the rest of them. So it's and, you know the rest of them. And and all so those guys. It, but it's uh, I, I think that like for instance, you know the you know who the guy who really gets screwed was Dwight Evans. Yeah, I mean yeah, Dwight yeah. Evans. If 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 they measured things like they do now in the voting, Dwight Evans would easily be in easily. But they don't, and now we're we're voting in players, me included, voting in players who maybe not wasn't even as good as Dwight Evans, and that's kind of a shame. Yeah, no, that is tough. And as for the uh, so, if seventy is the magic number, A Rod's WAR was one hundred and seventeen point five. And, yeah, uh, you, yeah, yeah. You should, I voted for. I, listen, <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm just that's everybody else. Not a lot of people voted say, for him. Listen, yeah. This was this was the guy. I can't get when A Rod. First of all, like I can't stand how he's revitalized his whole perception because I think it's just so fraudulent. Yeah. And I can't get. <laughs> I watched the Bal- Balco documentary yeah. where the guy hired people to hold up signs to support him outside the courtroom because they were all in the same handwriting. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, uh, he's he's a mess. He's he's a heck of a ball player. I think the thing that drives me the nuts, uh, the most nuts about uh, your fellow BBWAA members is how (laughs) Todd Helton, for example. So I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but whatever. He he gets in. He gets the votes. So this year he got just under 80% of the votes. His first year on the ballot, 2019, he got 16% of the votes. Oh, yeah. So, like, all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Actually, oh, yeah, let me – now he is a Hall of Famer. It's like, well, he didn't think he was five years ago, so just go with your gut. Go with your original thought. You were right. Well, there was – the problem is is that there's definitely some of it where, you know, when you max out a 10, there's some guys maybe you don't vote for, but that's not primarily the case. What's primarily the case is you have – Really, I'll say I'll be very kind. Misguided voters, <laughs> misguided, where yes. some of them say, "Oh, he's not a first ballot." Like, who cares? If, he, if you have room, oh, and he's you're in there, he's not. Yeah. Then vote for him. Yeah. yeah, and then and then and then if you, I don't understand the ones who take their take don't vote for someone after you know mm-hmm. the next year you're taking them off. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It, it, the the ballots are. I don't mind the the debate about the steroid guys and who you know. Me, I voted for Billy Wagner. Okay, let's have a debate about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But but some of these ballots are just 
so unbelievably terrible. And and you're right, it's hard to defend them. And as you can tell, it's very, very hard to defend them. And that's for sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's our uh, our first full throttle socks talk of the oh, uh, the winter man. spring. I think it's pretty good. I tell I tell you what I tell you what it was the winter weekend the last thing I said about winter weekend full throttle winter weekend all the levers winter weekend yep is that we had Papelbon on and we had the radar gun machine about thirty feet away (laughs) and I know Papelbon if you know basically he'll say no to a lot of things but if you bet him. If you bet him, he'll he'll never say no. Got it. So I bet him a hundred bucks. He couldn't hit eighty five on the radar gun. He's you know the huge crowd follows him over, and he goes and he throws seventy seven. That's and he comes crazy back to and me. Said, in fear, yeah. Well, he yeah, threw three actually seventy seven, eighty, and seventy seven. Wow. And he comes back and we re- recapped it on our airwaves. And I and he said, well, in fairness, I I hadn't slept last night, and I still might be drunk. And I said, well, how's that any different from when you played? So, <laughs> yeah, touche. Yeah, exactly. He 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 agreed. He agreed. So I saw the so I saw the go. video of it. It looked like it was uh, eye test suggested more than seventy seven. Yeah, you know, I think it was humped up there. I thought. It was... Well, he was. Well, I mean, just listen. I could go max after it like him too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the thing is that. Who would have ever thought that an employee of WEI in Odyssey would throw harder than than Jonathan Papelbon, which our guy Coop did? That's he threw right. 81. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so Coop greater than Papelbon. There you go. We got the, the videos to prove it. Sign him up. Pretty good. There you go. There All right, check go. out the uh, Baseball Isn't Boring podcast on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. Bradfoe, a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll be uh, talking to you again soon. All right. Thanks, Rich. I'll see you. All right. Very good. Good stuff from uh, Brad Foe there as we mix in some socks. I mean, the reality is we're going to talk socks, but it's not going to be, you know, probably the most positive. I mean, until they give us a reason. Well, to... he's saying they land Jordan Montgomery. All right. If they get Jordan Montgomery, things we, are changing. we can reassess things a little bit. I think if they were going to get Jordan Montgomery, now I guess they're just waiting it out, but if they're going to get Jordan Montgomery, don't you do that right before winter weekend? So maybe it's not quite as bad when yeah, you're there. But you would I, think. I don't know. They're just trying to save a few pennies, I guess. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.